Sports Talk now presents Waynedale Golden Bears High School Baseball. This game is being brought to you by the Apple Creek Drive Group on Main Street in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. The Spidell Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. Yoder Builders. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton. And by the Shout Brothers Farms. Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball is a presentation of Ultimate Sports Talk. Now let's go to the field for today's game. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Waynedale High School Baseball Field. This afternoon, the Waynedale Golden Bears getting set to take on the Chippewa Chips in the second game of a two-game series between the first place and the second place ball clubs in the Wayne County Athletic League. Yesterday, Chippewa got the better of the Golden Bears, winning that ball game by a final score of 7-6. to six. Greg Zorodnik going the distance to win the game for the Chips, although he had to overcome a four-run seventh inning in which the Bears entered the seventh down 7-2, to two, but put together four runs in that inning, and including the tying run standing at third base, but they could not get that tying run across, and the Bears ended up losing the ball game by that final of 7-6. to six. Yesterday, that ran the Chips record to 10-2 and two overall. They are now 6-1 and one in the Wayne County Athletic League. They're a game and a half ahead as of going, as of this afternoon standings heading in over Dalton and Waynedale, who are both 4-2 and two in the Wayne County Athletic League. Waynedale comes into this afternoon's ball game with a record of 7-4 and four overall. These two teams over the last couple of years, they have played some barn burner of baseball games. The Chips have won four in a row, but like we talked about yesterday, there has been three hard-fought games last year and then yesterday's contest. you got to go all the way back to May 4th of a year ago when the Bears lost that one uh, by a final score of 9-4 to in extra innings, and in that game the Bears had a lead entering the seventh inning and a uh, call by home plate umpire Ron Fuller really led to the Chips ended up uh, sending that game into extra innings and winning it in the eighth inning when they scored five runs in that eighth inning to win the ball game. And then the next night, the Bears went over to Chippewa and ended up losing a hard-fought two-to-one game. And then the tournament game over at Chippewa last year. And then yesterday's contest, seven-to-six. And as we talked about the recent history between these two clubs over the past year. You've got the fight, you've got the suspensions, the tourney spikings, and that all led to Ben Himes becoming the head coach of the Chips, and he's done an outstanding job putting his stamp on this ball club. As I said, they're 10-2 and heading into this one and in first place in the Wayne County Athletic League. The Bears, on the other hand, they are trying to win their first conference championship in baseball since the 1999 season. And if they're going to do that, they need a win here this afternoon, and they're going to depend upon the right arm of Marcus Schlebaugh. Schlebaugh is the ace of the staff, and he's coming into this afternoon's ballgame with a record of 3-0 and in three appearances, and he has got a 0.00 ERA. On the season, Schlebaugh has thrown 20 innings. He's given up 11 hits, struck out 25, 
and walked only two. So he's been outstanding on the hill for the Bears, and they are going to need that kind of performance here this afternoon against the Chips' tough lineup. In the last six ball games, the Chips have scored 42 runs, and that is a team record for the Chips going into this afternoon's ballgame. We're going to take a look at the schedule. We're not going to get this one underway early like we did yesterday. We're going to be able to take a look at the schedule, what happened yesterday in baseball, and we'll check out everything else, including the lineups. We'll do that when we come back after this timeout. OHSAA Commissioner Dr. Dan Ross on safe driving. Car crashes are the leading cause of fatality among teens 15 to 18 in our country. We all need to do our part to help reduce accidents that are due to distracted driving and texting while driving. Parents and coaches, please set the rules for when it's appropriate for your kids to use a cell phone. We want to see all of you at the next ballgame. A message from the Ohio High School Athletic Association. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Back here at Waynedale High School where the Bears this afternoon are getting set to take on the Chippewa Chips in this afternoon's contest. This one should be a good one. Like I said, the Bears lost yesterday 7-6. to In girls' softball action yesterday, the Lady Bears fell to Chippewa 5-2. to Megan Amstutz drove home the only two runs for the Bears, but also took the loss, and that dropped their record to 6-7 and on the season. The Bears this afternoon are playing Chippewa again down at the ballpark here at Waynedale, and Morgan Wiss is going to be pitching tonight for the Lady Bears against the Chips. The rest of their schedule this week, they're at Northwestern on Wednesday, and Springfield will be playing here on Thursday, and that will round out the schedule for the Lady Bears on the week. Our next broadcast game is going to be Thursday at Dalton as we bring you High school baseball action then, and that's going to be a very important game, especially if the Bears can win this one, because that's the makeup game that the Bears have to win. That's why they've got that half game off of first place. They're a game and a half behind Chippewa entering this afternoon's contest. In softball action yesterday, it was Northwestern over Dalton, 7 to nothing. Hillsdale defeated Rittman, 14-zip. Norway took Smithville, 5-2. to It was Triway over Tusky Valley, 10-3. Ashland shut out Worcester, 15 to nothing, And it was Manchester beating Tuslaw, 10-4, while Loudonville beat Central Christian, 10 to nothing. In softball action today, pretty much the same matchups. Northwestern will be at Dalton. Rittman goes to Hillsdale. Smithville at Norway. Triway is at Manchester. Central Christian will be at Akron, Our Lady of the Elms. Orville goes to West Holmes. Worcester entertains Mansfield Senior. And Garraway will be at Highland. Yesterday in baseball action, it was Dalton over Northwestern 3-1. to Rittman defeated Hillsdale 11-5. to It was Norway over Smithville in a close one, one to nothing. And then outside the conference, Highland defeated Tusky Central Catholic 8 to 4, Loudonville edged Central Christian 8 to 7, Tusky Valley got by Triway 5-4, and it was Manchester over Tuslaw 4 to 2. In baseball action today, as we said, just pretty much the same thing as yesterday, only 
the home fields are reversed. Rittman will be at Hillsdale. Northwestern goes to Dalton. Smithville at Norway. It's Triway at Manchester outside the conference. And then elsewhere, Tuslaw will be at Central Christian. Orville goes to West Holmes. Mansfield Senior is at Worcester today. And Garraway will be at Highland. After tonight, the Bears will be in action, as we said, at Dalton on Thursday. And then they've got the doubleheader on Saturday, and that is against Strasburg. And that game will be at Thurman Munson Stadium in Canton, which is right off of Route 30 and 77. We'll be bringing you that doubleheader. It's going to first pitch will be at 4 o'clock, and then the second game will be somewhere around 6.30, 7 o'clock. It'll be about 20 minutes right in between games. But that will be an interesting doubleheader played at a minor league ball, ballpark, Thurman Munson Stadium in Canton, Ohio. We'll check the lineups for this afternoon's ball game and get the first pitch underway when we continue right after this. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in Ohio is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, it just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by Yoder Builders in Orville, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru on Main Street in Apple Creek, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192, the Spidel Funeral Home with two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster, and the Apple Creek Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Welcome back to Waynedale High School. I'm Dave Mitchell on Ultimate Sports Talk this afternoon. We've got baseball action for you as the Chippewa Chips. They enter this afternoon's ball game. The visiting team on the scoreboard here at Waynedale. They've got a 10 and 2 record under head coach Ben Himes in his first year. Of course, he's taking over a team that won the conference a year ago with a 12 and 2 mark, and they went 20 and 8 on the year, only to see it end in disappointing fashion in the uh, sectional finals as they were taking on Dalton in that game. I should say the district semifinals. They were taking on Dalton in that game, and the same incident that happened in the sectional finals against Waynedale happened again against Dalton when the first baseman, Connor Cook, was spiked at first base, and it caused the the umpire to call uh, an intentional spiking, and it led to a double play being called, and that ended the season for Chippewa before, really, it ever got started on the tournament trail. But, nonetheless, Ben Himes... Well, he's got to feel like he's a charmed coach because he's returning 13 players from a team that won the conference last year and 13 players that played varsity baseball a year ago, including eight starters, and they lost only one, and that was Austin Durbin. As far as their hitting is concerned, they're actually the best in the league from top to bottom. Luke Brown, he is a Waynedale killer. Yesterday he had a home run and a double. He ended up getting thrown out at home after he got a double, but nonetheless, he has really hit the ball hard against the Bears. Last year, he hit 375. Ray Sales, who's going to be playing second base today, he hit 351 a year ago. Trent Harrell is their big power hitter. He hit 348 a season ago. And then you've got P.J. Suso, who's at third base. He hit 329. 
he they are their top returning hitters. But then you look at the cleanup spot, and you've got Zach Bailey, who actually played first base last year. This year, he's moved out to right field, and he's done an outstanding job moving positions. And he's their cleanup man. Yesterday, he came up with a big hit in the bottom of the sixth inning. That actually was the game-winning hit because the Bears ended up scoring four runs in that seventh inning to pull within one. Meanwhile, yesterday's winner, Greg Zorodnik, well, he had a 1.71 ERA last year. I talked to him a little bit before the game today and and asked him if his arm was sore, and he just kind of shrugged his shoulders. And He battled through yesterday's ballgame, did not have his best control, but he still ended up going the complete distance to win the ballgame. This team looks to be the favorite in what's always a closely contested Wayne County Athletic League, and they swept Tuslaw on Saturday. They won yesterday, so they're in the middle of a winning streak, including four in a row against the Bears. The Bears, on the other hand, they are 7-4 and four on the season. They are now 4-2 and two in the Wayne County Athletic League. Justin McDowell, the College of Worcester product. Well, he is in his second year as head coach of the Bears, a career record of 20 wins against 18 defeats. Last year, the Bears went 13 and 14, and they finished up in third place in the Wayne County Athletic League with a record of 9 and 5. Like I said at the top of the broadcast, the Bears are looking for their first conference championship in baseball since the 1999 season. And like Chippewa, the Bears are returning almost their entire lineup, including their pitching staff in yesterday's loser Evan Reidenbaugh and today's starter Marcus Schleybaugh. The only lefty they have, Parker Snyder, he's only made two appearances. He pitched on Saturday, and then he pitched again yesterday. And he's coming off of surgery, but he's getting himself back in form. As I talked to Justin McDowell earlier today, and he said uh, he should be in pretty good shape coming up. He's just working himself back into baseball shape after being off for the first three weeks of the season. Manny Camacho, well, he's one of the pitchers on this pitching staff. And Steven Spidell, they've pitched well. But maybe... As we said yesterday, talked about it during the broadcast, but really didn't get a chance to talk about it a lot because the game got underway early. We're not going to have that problem here today as we're already past 5 o'clock, and Chippewa is just now taking their infield, rounding that out, and the umpires aren't even here yet for the home plate meeting. The best defensive outfielder possibly that the Bears had and maybe in the conference last year, Aaron Spidell, volunteered to move to catcher this year, and he's done a good job behind the plate this season. Matter of fact, yesterday with Luke Brown at second base, he threw a pinpoint pickoff throw down to second from behind the plate, and the Bears thought that they had Brown at second. Looked from where we were situated, out behind the left center field fence, like they had Brown, but he was called safe. Nonetheless, Spidell showed a good arm behind the plate on that pickoff move. Nick Strasbaugh, of course, he anchors the leadoff spot. This year, Nick has done a good job. He is 8 of 10 stealing bases this season. And at the plate, Strasbaugh right now entering today's game is hitting 378, and he's got 14 hits on the year. Evan Reidenbaugh is actually leading the team with 18 hits, and Aaron Spidell has got 16, and Spidell is also leading the team in RBIs with 12. So when you look at this lineup, you've got two of the better teams in the Wayne County Athletic League, and you've got two of the better hitting teams and two of the better pitching teams, and that adds up to a couple of teams that are looking to win a Wayne County Athletic League championship 
this season. We'll be back to check the batting order, the lineups, the defensive lineups. We'll do all that and set up the pitching matchup for you. We'll do all that when we come back here on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with PNC Virtual Wallet. Because when you can see your money clearly, you always know where you stand. PNC Virtual Wallet can help you simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and help save for the future. To get started and open a PNC Virtual Wallet today, visit pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Well, both coaches Ben Himes and Justin McDowell out having the home plate meeting with the umpires here before this afternoon's ball game. So it gives us an opportunity to check the batting orders for this afternoon's contest. First of all, for the visiting Chippewa Chips, 10-2 and on the season, 6-1 and in Wayne County Athletic League play under head coach Ben Himes in his first year at the helm of the Chips. They will lead off Jerry Bennett. Bennett will play in center field today. Bennett, yesterday on the game, he went... Two for four in the contest with a couple of singles and a run scored. Luke Brown, the catcher, will bat second this afternoon. Brown yesterday had a homer and a double. P.J. Suso will be at third base batting third. Then comes Zach Bailey in right field batting cleanup. And like we said, Bailey had the big double in the sixth inning, scoring two runs in that ball game, And they were really the insurance runs that Chippewa needed. Trent Harrell will bat fifth, and he will be at first base this afternoon. Then comes Drew Ellis at shortstop. Ellis yesterday... He had a run scored. He was 0 for 2 in the ballgame, but he did walk and score a run. Ray Sales will be at second base this afternoon. He was 2 for 3 yesterday. Vince Suso has moved up one spot in the batting order from 9 to 8. Suso will play left field this afternoon. Suso yesterday had a single and reached on an error. He also had a run scored. And Kenny Henniger will be the pitcher here this afternoon for the Chippewa Chips. So once again for the Chips, it's Bennett, Brown, and Suso, the top three. Bailey, Harrell, and Ellis, the middle three, Sales, Suso, and Kenny Henniger will be the bottom three in the batting order for the Chippewa Chips. For the Waynedale Golden Bears, they come into this afternoon's ballgame with a record of 7-4. and four. They're 4-2 four and two in the Wayne County Athletic League, tied with Dalton for second place in the conference, and they are each a game and a half behind these chips in the Wayne County Athletic League. The Bears will lead off Nick Strasbaugh. Nick will play shortstop this afternoon, and he will bat leadoff. Yesterday, he had a base hit and a stolen base, his eighth of the season. Ryan Weaver will play left field, and he will bat second. He was in center yesterday, but he'll move over to left since Evan Reidenbaugh will be back in the field after pitching yesterday. Evan moves out to center field, and he'll bat third this afternoon. Shane Weaver had a base hit yesterday, and he had a big base hit late in the ball game. Weaver 
will be at first base. He's the cleanup man for Justin McDowell's Bears. Aaron Spidell, who leads the team in RBIs, will be behind the plate. Spidell is the catcher this afternoon, and he is batting fifth. Marcus Schleyball will be on the mound. We'll round out his record here in just a second. Schleyball will bat sixth this afternoon. Manny Camacho moves to second base this afternoon. He'll bat seventh. He was in left yesterday. Steven Spidell will stay at third base today as he moves into the field after being the DH yesterday in place of Marcus Schleyball, who goes to the mound. But Spidell will bat eighth. And Jarrett Wanzik is in right field batting ninth. So once again for the Bears, it's Strasbaugh, Weaver, and Rydenbaugh, the top three, the middle three in the batting order for Justin McDowell, Shane Weaver, Aaron Spidell, and Marcus Schleybaugh, and the bottom three, Manny Camacho, Steven Spidell, and Jarrett Wanzik. For the Bears, they are sending to the mound Marcus Schleybaugh. And like we said at the top of the broadcast, Schleybaugh this year has been the Bears' ace in his senior year, a 0.0 ERA this season. He is 3-0 and in three appearances, and Schleybaugh has done an outstanding job. In those three appearances, he's thrown 20 innings out of a possible 21. He's given up 11 hits, only two runs, no earned runs this year. He's walked two and struck out 25 on the season. Schleybaugh, his opposing batting average, he's giving up just a 151 opposing batting average to the teams that he has faced this year. So he has been outstanding. No wild pitches, nobody that he has hit by pitch. Schleybaugh has got a fastball, a curveball, and an outstanding changeup, and we're going to get to watch him toil from the right side of the hill here this afternoon. Bears out on the field as we're getting ready to start this one. We're getting this one underway about as late today as we got underway early yesterday. So I guess when you look at things, everything always evens out, they say, especially in the game of baseball. If you hit a line drive at somebody and it's caught, later on you're going to get a bleeder. Well, that's what's going on here today. Yesterday we got underway about 20 minutes early. Today we're going to get underway about 15 minutes late. Nonetheless, we'll get this one in. Just an outstanding day for baseball. Temperature about 65 degrees here today. It is a hazy outfield and it is cloudy, but it should be easy to pick up fly balls to the outfield here this afternoon. The Bears defensively, they will go with this defensive alignment. They've got Weaver in left, Reidenbaugh in center, Wanzik will be in right. Steven Spidell is the third baseman this afternoon. Nick Strasbaugh, as always, at shortstop. Today, playing second base is Manny Camacho. Colton Purdy was at second yesterday. And at first base will be Shane Weaver. Aaron Spidell is the man behind the plate. And like we said, on the mound is the right-hander, Marcus Schleybaugh. And he will be facing a lineup against the Chips that scored seven runs yesterday. rest of our broadcast schedule this week has us bringing you the Dalton game on Thursday night from Dalton. Now, we'll begin around 5 o'clock. And then we'll be on the air Saturday with the doubleheader from Thurman Munson Stadium. That'll be at about 3.45 on Saturday afternoon. Now, the weather forecast says that it is supposed to rain on Saturday and Thursday, so we're hoping to get those games in. And we're also going to be keeping you 
up-to-date as far as what's happening down at the girls' softball field this afternoon where the Lady Bears are taking on the Chippewa Chips. And we'll be bringing that courtesy of Jerry Huntsberger. Schleybaugh on top of the mound. He's going to be setting up against Jerry Bennett, the center fielder, leading it off for the Chips. We're about set to get this one underway. Schleybaugh rocks into the motion, and the first pitch of the ball game is a fastball at the knee, swung on and missed by Bennett. 0-1 the count. Schleyball, like we said, has got the fastball, the curveball, and a changeup. And he has got excellent control and has shown it throughout his first three appearances this year. And the 0-1 pitch to the right-handed hitting Bennett is taken outside and low, ball one. Evens the count at 1-1. One one. Luke Brown on deck, P.J. Suso is in the hole. Bennett, even with the plate in the batter's box, up close to home plate. Schleybaugh delivers the 1-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined out to center field. Reidenbaugh right in his tracks. Just stands there and takes it in. And three pitches and one out for Schleybaugh as Bennett lines out to center field. And it brings up Luke Brown. Brown last year was 2-for-10 against the Bears. Two doubles in his two hits. And then yesterday, the catcher hit a home run on the first pitch that he saw. And then the next pitch, two innings later... Lined a double over Manny Camacho's head into left center field. So he has been the Bears' nemesis, hitting second today as he did yesterday, and that pitch is a strike at the belt over the inside corner, called strike one. Schleybaugh's success this year has been getting ahead of the hitters. And he delivers the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined back foul up against the backstop behind home plate. And the count is now 0-2 to Luke Brown. He's not been down in the count against the Bears very often during the last four games. This being the fifth game that he's played against the Bears over the last two years. Schleybaugh ahead in the count 0-2 to Luke Brown. And he throws that pitch up above the bill of the cap. And the count goes 1-2 ball one. Indians playing tonight. They are home for the Seattle Mariners. Cavaliers don't play until tomorrow night against the Pistons in game two of their playoff series. The one-two pitch swung on and fisted out into left center field coming over his right ball. Gets it on the run. Running to his left and he grabs it for the second out of the inning. So two away here in the first inning of play and it brings up P.J. Suso. Suso, the third baseman. No doubles, no doubles, he's smart. For the chips. Yesterday, he was 0 for 4 in the ballgame. Struck out once. And fly to the outfield a couple of times. Two men down, and he takes that first pitch of fastball upstairs. Ball one. On deck, Zach Bailey. Left-handed hitter. 1-0 the count. Schleybaugh peers in for the sign from his catcher, Aaron Spidell. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled back and out of play straight back. And the count now goes one ball, one strike. Suso stands deep in the batter's box, his right foot against the chalk in the back of the batter's box, and he's up close to home plate, almost on the front line. One and one the count. And the pitch to Suso is swung on and grounded past the mound and into center field for a base hit. So Suso gets the first hit of the inning, gets a single to center, and it brings up the 
left-handed hitting Zach Bailey, the right fielder. Bailey yesterday, he was hitless against the Bears. It was 0 for 2 until he came up in that sixth inning, and he got a two-run double to really pick up some insurance runs for the Chips in that sixth inning of play, and they needed him. Bailey, couldn't tell it yesterday, but he's sporting a nice little red beard. Runner at first base is Sue, so he fakes a go, and Bailey takes that pitch low and outside, ball one. Bailey deep in the left-handed batter's box, up close to home plate as all the chips are. Weaver holding Suso at first base. 1-0 the count to Bailey. And the pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike. 1-1 one one the count. Chippewa does not steal many bases, and Suso is not getting that big a lead at first. Slaybaugh is going to throw over that way anyway, and Suso's back with a dive. Schleyball working out of the set, of course. Suso gets the lead, only about three steps off of first base. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate is a called strike at the knees. One and two. Trent Harrell's on deck. The Bears would rather see him with nobody on leading off the next inning. Bailey, big gap out in right center field as the Bears are playing him to hit the left. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate. Suso fakes a go, and that pitch is just off the outside corner. Schleybaugh tried to get him to go. And the count now evens at two balls, two strikes. Suso, the runner at first base after getting the base hit to center field. Schleybaugh comes set, and the pitch to the plate is just outside again. And the count will go three and two. Three balls, two strikes to count to Bailey. Two down. Score from over at the softball field where Wayne Dale and Chippewa are playing. Chippewa is up one nothing at the end of one period, one inning of play. And the payoff pitch, there goes Suso, and that pitch is inside and low. Ball four. So Bailey walks. Suso takes second on the play for Schleybaugh on the season. That is just his third walk that he has given up this year. First here this afternoon, and it brings up Trent Harrell, the right-handed hitter. Harrell, the first baseman. As Schleybaugh peers in, runners at first and second for the chip, so they got something going here with two outs in the first inning. Schleybaugh comes set, and the pitch is a curveball at the knees. Nice breaking ball, and the count is 0-1. Drew Ellis is on deck. Schleyball with Suso at second, Bailey at first, Weaver playing behind the bag at first base. Camacho playing a game at second, trying to keep Suso close, and the pitch to the plate swung on him, fouled back over the first base dugout, not a play by Harrell, and he's down in the count, 0-2. Schleyball back up on the rubber, 0-2 the count to Harrell. Getting the lead off of second is Suso. Off of first is Bailey as Marcus comes set and delivers the 0-2 pitch to the plate. Fastball high and outside. Throw down to second base. Schleybaugh is, or Suso is going to be picked off as Strasbaugh is going to grab it and outrun Suso to third base. So yesterday the Bears ran that play. 
Couldn't get the runner out at second. This time they do as Suso is picked off of second base. So for the Chips, they get no runs on one hit. They leave one man on base. And your score at the end of a half inning, it's the Chips nothing and the Bears coming to bat. Casa de Sassi is a family-owned business built on timeless principles of honesty, integrity, and quality. Like timeless values, their products are manufactured to resemble the classic old-world Italian style. Providing a quality product that meets your needs is just the beginning of the care you get from Casa de Sassi. Earning your trust is vitally important, which is why they always operate in an ethical manner with the highest value for integrity. Call Casa de Sassi today, 330-830-9760. Family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidel Funeral Home. They have been family-owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidel Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidel Funeral Home, in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidel Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Back here at Waynedale High School, and uh, we have already got a change here for the Chips. They are not going with Ken Henniger. He is going to be playing uh, first base. Actually, Henniger is not going to be playing first base. It's going to be Huglin playing first base. Trent Harrell is going to be the starting pitcher today, the right-hander. We saw him pitch last year against the Bears in one game as he came in in relief. Luke Brown will be behind the plate for the Chips here this afternoon. And it will be Nick Strasbaugh leading things off for the Bears as we are set to go to get this one underway as Harrell delivers his final warm-up pitch. Chips had something going, but what a nice throw down to second base by Aaron Spidell to pick P.J. Suso off at second. And it will bring up Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh on the season is batting. As we told you at the top of the broadcast, 378. He's got 14 hits this year, which is third on the team in hits. And he'll lead things off against Trent Harrell, the right-hander. Big, strong right-hander with a fastball and a curveball. And the first pitch is a fastball taken at the letters for a called strike to Nick. 0-1 the count. Back in a... The play to Strasbaugh, and he pops it down the right field line. Bailey coming over near the line, running to his left as the wind is taking it towards the line, but he catches it in fair territory. And Strasbaugh flies out to right for the first out now batting of the, Golden Bears. the inning for Number the Bears. Ryan Weaver. And Ryan Weaver will come up to the plate. Weaver. The left fielder today, as he steps in, a left-handed batter. And Weaver takes that pitch down low, ball one. 1-0 the count. Weaver on the season, batting 355 on the year, and that pitch is taken at the knees for a called strike. 1-1 one one the count. Evan Reidenbaugh is on deck for the Bears. And the 1-1 pitch to the plate hits Weaver on the knee, right right below the knee on the shin, and hit him so hard that it bounced over the concession stand here over my head, not a play. So Weaver, Weaver gets hit by the pitch. pitch. Now batting number eight. And that'll bring Evan up Evan Reidenbaugh. Reidenbaugh on the season. 
hitting 462 on the year. Weaver has been hit by six pitches this year, which leads the team. That is not an easy way to get on base, and he's down at first base talking to Brandon Giles, the first base coach, and making sure that he's okay. And Weaver will get the lead off of first base. Reidenball will step in. Evan had a big hit yesterday for the Bears. Right-handed batter, even with the plate. Shane Weaver is on deck. Weaver gets the lead off of first. And the pitch to the plate is a fastball that hung inside. Ball one. Weaver on the season, as far as stolen bases, if you're thinking about that, he has not had any this year. Getting about a four-step lead off of first base. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on and grounded wide of third. Picked up by the shortstop Ellis on the run. He's going to throw it past the first baseman. Weaver rounds second, and he'll go to third. And hanging at first base is Evan Reidenbaugh. I'm going to give Reidenbaugh an infield single because I don't think Ellis would have gotten him anyway. Now batting for the Golden Bears. And Weaver then first went to third on the air. Shane and that will bring up. Evan Reidenbaugh, or excuse me, Shane Weaver to the plate. Weaver comes up with runners at first and third. Reidenbaugh on the year as far as stolen bases are concerned. He's got three this year for the Bears. Stepping in, Shane Weaver. Weaver hitting 312 this year for the Bears, and he takes that first pitch for a called strike. Owen won the count. On the year, Shane's also got seven RBIs from that cleanup spot. Aaron Spidell is on deck for the Bears. Reidenbaugh getting a good lead at first. Weaver at third. There goes Reidenbaugh. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back. So Justin McDowell had the hit and run going. And Weaver now down in the count, 0-2. Reidenbaugh. At first base, getting a good lead. Harrell comes set. Pitch swung on it, grounded to short by Weaver. He'll flip it over to second in time to get Reidenbaugh. Throws over to first, not in time to get Weaver. So the fielder's choice will drive home Ryan Weaver with the first run of the ball game. And the Bears, just like the Chips did yesterday, pick up the first run of the ball game. Reidenbaugh. Eliminated on the fielder's choice, 6-4. So there are two outs, and it brings up Aaron Spidell with Weaver at first base. Spidell leading the team in RBIs with 12 this year. Harrell looks over at Weaver. He comes set, and the pitch is above the letters for a called ball. 1-0 the count. And the pitch to Spidell has to turn away from a fastball high and in tight. And the count now is 2-0. Bears are tied for second with Dalton in the Wayne County Athletic League. Each team at 4-2, and two, a game and a half behind these chips. The 2-0 pitch fisted past the mound. Coming in is Ellis at short. He'll pick it up, throw over to first base, and it is in time to get Spidell. It looked like he was two steps by the bag before the umpire called him out controversial call at first, but that'll end the inning as Spidell grounds out to short. In the inning, though, the Bears, they get one run on one base hit After and one, one Chippewa chip. error as one we head into six. the top of the second inning. 
your score. It is Chippewa nothing and Waynedale one. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Boy, a real, real controversial play at first base. Looked like Spidell was at least a couple of steps past the bag, and the umpire still called him out at first base. Nonetheless, the Bears draw first blood in this one, just like the Chips did yesterday. So now the Chips are going to have to play from behind as the Bears are on top of it heading into this second inning. One to nothing. Schleybaugh. Got into a little bit of trouble in the first inning. Had runners at first and second, two down. But then Aaron Spidell took care of that when he picked off P.J. Suso at second base. Coming up for the chips, it'll be Trent Harrell. He was up when Suso got picked off. So he'll get a brand new count. So he comes up. Then comes Drew Ellis and Ray Sales at second base. So Schleybaugh, on top of the hill, has been staked to a one nothing lead. And based upon his performance this year, that may just be enough because he has not been giving up any runs this year, two of them, and they were both unearned. Bears playing Harrell even up in the outfield now as Schleybaugh, who was working out of the stretch the last inning, now will work out of the wind, and he takes that pitch over at the outside corner for a called strike. Harrell was down in the count 0-2 when he took a ball, and then Spidell made the throw to second. That pitch is upstairs, ball one. Harrell yesterday against the Bears was one for one for four with a single to left. And the pitch to the plate, curveball, swung on and fouled out of play over the first base dugout. So it's one ball, two strikes. Harold, the right-handed batter. Lots of power. Down in the count, one ball, two strikes. And Schleybaugh's pitch to the plate. Swung on and lined down the right field line. It's going to go over the head of Jarrett Wanzik and bounce up against the fence. Harold's going to round first and head to second. And he'll go into second with a stand-up double. So Harold just took that outside pitch and lined it down the right field line for a double. Second hit of the ball game for the Chips, and now they've got a runner in scoring position with nobody down here in this second inning, and it will bring up Drew Ellis, the shortstop. Ellis yesterday in the ball game was 0 for 2, but he walked his first time up and came around to score. So Ellis, right-handed batter. Steps up to the plate as Harrell is at second base, and now Schleybaugh is back working out of the stretch. He peers out at second to Harrell, and the pitch to the plate is down low, ball one. Ray Sales is on deck. Spidell not expecting a bunt at third base. He's playing behind the bag, but in at first base is Shane Weaver playing in on the grass. 
And Schleybaugh's 1-0 pitch to the plate is a called strike over the outside corner, 1-1. One ball, one strike. Last time we had a score from down at the softball field, it was 1-0, and at the end of two, it's still 1-0. Chips leading the Lady Bears. Morgan Wiss on the mound for them this afternoon. And the pitch is down low. And the count goes 2-1 and one now to Drew Ellis. Runner at second is Trent Harrell. Breeze coming in from left center field towards home plate. So it's going to take quite a poke to get one out of here today. And the 2-1 is just off the outside corner, 3-1. and one. Schlebaugh has not been as pinpoint with his accuracy as he would probably like to be so far in the first couple innings. And the 3-1 pitch, that's a fastball at the knees. Ellis thought it was ball four, started heading towards first base. But the count is now full. Three and two in a one-nothing game here. Waynedale on top of it in the top of the second. Ellis, one foot in the batter's box, one foot out. Schleybaugh now comes set. And the payoff pitch to the plate swung on. Popped down the right field line. Jarrett Wanzik gives chase into foul territory. And it goes out of play. And Wanzik went up the hill and rolled into the stone up at the top of the hill out of play. Didn't make the catch, but, boy, he... Took that stone, that rock right in the ribs, but he gets up and appears he's okay. And the count will stay at three and two. Even if he had made the catch, it wouldn't have counted because he was out of play. Schleybaugh giving Wanzik a little opportunity to catch his breath. And so is the home plate umpire. And now Schleybaugh will step on top of the rubber. Harrell still at second base. Nobody down. Three and two the count to the hitter, Drew Ellis, with sails on deck. Schleybaugh peers out the second. And the 3-2 pitch swung on and missed by Ellis, strike three. First strikeout of the afternoon for Schleybaugh. Now there's one out. Harrell still at second base, and it brings up Ray Sales, the second baseman. Sales yesterday had two hits and three at-bats. An infield single, and he scored a run. And the first pitch to him is swung on and fouled back down over the first base dugout. Not a play. 0-1 the count. Sales, lots of speed. If he can get on, he can cause a lot of commotion. Harrell, not much speed at second base. Strasbaugh trying to hold him close at shortstop. Schleybach comes set, the 0-1 pitch, swung on and missed as he went after a high fastball. And Sales now down in the count, 0-2. Spidell is playing behind the bag at third, and now Weaver, who was playing even with the bag at first, now backs up a couple of steps. 0-2 the count to Sales, and the pitch swung on and missed, strike three on another high fastball. Second strike out of the game, Schleybach figured he got him with the first one. He'd go again up there. And Sales couldn't hold off of it. And it brings up Vince Suso. Suso, the left fielder, his first time to the plate here this afternoon. Yesterday he batted ninth. Today he is batting eighth. And he scored a run, was one for three in the ball game. And he takes that pitch at the letters, called strike. Boy, Schleybaugh has really uncorked some good fastballs. But he's still getting the ball up a little bit too much. 
He's flirting with the letters here against Chippewa, and he needs to get the ball down a little more. 0-1 the count. Schleyball into the motion, and that pitch is swung on and missed. Upstairs again. Of course, maybe what Schleybaugh's figuring is they're going after those high pitches. He might as well just stay there. 0-2 the count. Two men down. Harrell still at second base. He led off the inning with a double. Schleybaugh comes set. And the 0-2 pitch to the plate. That's upstairs. That time, Suso held off of it. 1-2 and two the count. One ball, two strikes. Two men down here in the top of the second inning. Bears with a one nothing lead. And the 1-2 pitch to the plate is fouled off of the bat. And they are going to say that it was a foul ball. I think he was trying to step into the pitch and get hit by it. And I'm not sure if he got fouled or he got hit. But nonetheless, the home plate umpire is, is saying now... Ben Hine, it appears that it appears that Suso got hit by the pitch. It sounded like he got hit by the bat, but it looks like he got hit by the pitch, and the umpire said he leaned into it, and he wasn't going to allow it. So the count stays one and two, and Suso will be back at the plate. Ben Himes complained a little bit about it, but the umpire wouldn't have anything to do with it, and the count, that's just going to go as a ball, so it's two and two. Schleybaugh peering back in. So a couple of controversial calls here in the first two innings for either side in the 2-2 pitch. Curveball swung and missed. Strike three. So after the leadoff double by Harrell, Schlebaugh came back and struck out the side. So he gave up no runs on one hit and left one man on base. As we head to the bottom of the second, it's Waynedale 1, Chippewa nothing. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that. Nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning. Nicely. Now the broth. It's Asian-inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home, alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge perfection. Find your flavor at porkbeinspired.com. Pork, be inspired. And it's one to nothing here. Waynedale leads it as we head into the bottom of the second. Down at the softball field, where the Lady Bears are taking on the Chips in softball. The Chips, who beat the Bears last night five to two, are beating the Bears here this afternoon. It's three to nothing as they head to the bottom of the third down at the softball field here at Waynedale. Here it's one nothing. The Bears on top of it. Harrell led off the last inning for the Chips with a double down the right field line and then was stranded as Marcus Schlebaugh reared back and went to work and struck out three Chips in a row. His first three strikeouts of the ball game. And the Bears held on to that one nothing lead. Marcus Schlebaugh will lead things off for the Bears here in the second inning. Then comes Manny Camacho, the second baseman, and Steven Spidell, the third baseman will be in the hole. Schleybaugh on the year. Hitting 286. 10 hits, 35 at-bats. Right-handed batter. The Golden Bears. He's on the mound. Number 19, Marcus Schleybaugh. So Schleybaugh steps up to the plate. Right-handed batter trying to help himself out on the mound here today. 
And then Camacho is on deck. Harrell into the wind, and the pitch is taken upstairs for a ball by Schlebaugh. One and oh the count. Harrell, the one oh pitch, swung on. Fly ball out into short left field. Going back as Ellis coming in as Suso, and Suso is going to grab it near the line out in short left field for the first out of the inning. So Schlebaugh flies out the left, and it brings up Manny Camacho. Checking the defense for Chippewa. Suso's in left, Bennett in center, Hugland in right. Suso is at third, Ellis at short, Sales at second. Zach Bailey's playing first base today. Brown is behind the plate, and Harrell throws the first pitch to Camacho over at the knees for a called strike of fastball. Owen won the count. Steven Spidell is on deck. Harrell into the wind and the one-out pitch to the plate. That pitch is a called strike over the outside corner, belt high. And Camacho finds himself down in the count 0-2. One man down here in the second inning of play. one nothing. Waynedale leads it. And the 0-2 pitch, curveball, lined out into right field, coming in as Hugland. He makes a dive, and he caught the ball. Nice play to Hugland as he came directly in and then had to dive to his left to try to get it. And he made the catch. So Camacho now flies out to right baseman, number 35. on a great Steven play by the right fielder. And it brings up Steven Spidell. Spidell, his first trip to the plate on the year, batting 190 on the season. And Jarrett Wanzik is on deck. And now the home plate umpire trying to decide what baseball to throw out to the mound for Harrell to bring into the plate. And now Harrell is going to pick up some dirt and scuff up the baseball. And now let's see. Now the home plate umpire wants to see the ball as he's going to rub it up a little bit. And now he's going to go out and tell Harrell that he's not allowed to do that, to scuff up the baseball as he walks out and has a chat with Harrell and now gives him a different baseball. So that seems to be taken care of. The center field crew is back out today. The Wayndale seniors and some of the juniors always pack themselves into the truck and start barbecuing. Kyle Ice and Brevin Reby are one of them, a couple of them that are out there. That pitch to Spidell is over at the knees for a called strike, 0-1. They're out in center field today watching the ball game and barbecuing. That pitch is outside, just off the outside corner, 1-1 one one the count. They seem to have a good time out there. They, they even come when it's cold. 1-1 one one the count. That's a fastball over the inside corner that Spidell takes for a strike. 1-2. and two. two men down here in the Second inning of play. And that pitch is upstairs that Steven holds off on. Two and two the count. Our next broadcast game will be Thursday at Dalton, weather permitting. We'll be on the air from Dalton at about 445. And the 2-2 pitch curveball swung on and topped over the mound. Coming in as Ellis in front of the bag at second. Throws on to first in time. Spidell grounds out, three up, three down for the Bears, nothing across, and as we head to the third, it's Waynedale one, Chippewa nothing. 
The Apple Creek Banking Company is a full-service community bank offering checking and savings accounts, installment, mortgage, and commercial loans. While being able to offer all of the services of a large bank, the Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities they serve and the people and businesses that make those communities great. The staff at the Apple Creek Banking Company truly cares about its customers and helps them choose the products that best meet their needs. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank local. The Apple Creek Banking Company. Locally owned. Community driven. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Down at the softball field, it's still 3-0. Chippewa leads the Lady Bears. Here it's 1-0 as we head to the top of the third inning. And it will be the bottom of the order, Kenny Henniger for the chips. And then back to the top of the order, Jerry Bennett and Luke Brown facing off with Marcus Schlebaugh. In the last inning, Schlebaugh gave up a leadoff double to Trent Harrell and then struck out Drew Ellis, Ray Sales, and Vince Suso. One nothing. Waynedale on top of it as we head to the third inning of play. Henniger, right-handed batter, did not play yesterday. He's deep in the right-handed batter's box, foot on the back line, and up close to home plate. Schlebaugh working out of the wind, and the pitch is a fastball upstairs. One and zero the count. Marcus spent most of the time in that second inning. The letters are above. And that pitch swung on and missed on a nice fastball at the letters. Henniger evens the count of one and one. Tell you one thing, Schlebaugh is staying about belt high and up. He has not thrown many pitches knee high or below, except in the first inning when he threw a couple of curveballs that broke over at the knees. One and one the count to Kenny Henniger, and the pitch to the plate is a called strike over the outside corner. One and two the count now. Coming in at third is Steven Spidell. Now he's going to back up with two strikes. And the one-two pitch to the plate from Schlebaugh. That's upstairs. Two and two the count. Weaver. Playing a couple of steps behind second base at short and second. Camacho and Strasbaugh, they're back on the grass. Infield even, or outfield even up. And the 2-2 curveball swung on and missed. Nice pitch by Spidell. That's his fourth strike out of the game and fourth in a row. And it brings to the plate the top of the order. Jerry Bennett, the center fielder. He flew out to center his last time up. Hit a ball that Evan Reidenbaugh didn't even have to move a step. Bennett 0 for 1 in the game. Schleyball with one down. And the pitch is a fastball at the belt for a called strike. Well, ever since he gave up that double to Harrell, and that was a curveball that Harrell went with it down the right field side. Good piece of hitting by Harrell. But he has been locked in in that strike zone. Schleybaugh, the 0-1, curveball just a little bit low. 1-1 one and one the count. Luke Brown is on deck. Bennett, right-handed hitter. 
stands even with the plate. Not as deep as most of these Chippewa chips stand in the box. And the 1-1 swung on. Fly ball right field. Jared Wanzik coming in towards the infield. Now moving to his left and grabs it for the second out of the inning. So Bennett pops out the right field this time. And it brings up Luke Brown who flied out to center his first time up. He's 0 for 1 in the ball game. And like we said, he had a home run yesterday. And down at the softball field, the chips are now leading four to nothing. Here at this this game, it's one to nothing. Waynedale on top of it, two down. Here in the top of the third, and that's a curveball over at the belt for a called strike. Brown was down in the count the last time, up one and two, when he flied to center. And like we said then. He doesn't get down in the count against the Bears too often. He's down in the count here, 0-1, and the pitch by Slaybaugh swung on a great fastball by Marcus. Swung on and missed, 0-2. Brown was way behind it. P.J. Suso's on deck. Brown, right-handed batter. He's even with the plate also. 0-2 to count. Slaybaugh rocks into the motion, and the two-out pitch to the plate swung on and lined into right field, and it will drop in fair for a base hit. Wanzik gets it back in. So Brown fisted it out into right center field for a base hit. That's the third hit of the ball game by the Chips. And with two down, it brings up P.J. Suso. Suso got one of the hits. He got the first hit of the ball game and then was picked off at second base. A few pitches later. Getting the lead off at first is Luke Brown. He's holding, and the pitch is over at the knees for a called strike, a fastball. The only time that the Chips have gotten their bat on the ball is when they've taken it the other way and gone to right field. Owen won the count. Brown getting a big lead. And now the front of first base, and they've got it. Nice move by Schleybaugh, and he picked Brown off at first base. Second time today that the Bears have picked somebody off base. So in the inning, no runs, one hit, nobody left on. We head to the bottom of the third. Your score, it is Waynedale 1, Chippewa nothing. Do you own or manage a business, work with school athletics? Make a great first impression with Murphy's Promotions. Make your name known. Murphy's Promotions will make your business stand out from the crowd. Murphy's Promotions specializes in silk screening, custom embroidery, and promotional products. Brand your business today by using Murphy's Promotions. Use your logo on shirts, hats, jackets, bags, and much more. Murphy's can also take care of your promotional products, pens, pencils, bags, and blankets. Murphy's Promotions, 330-464-1970. This Waynedale Golden Bears broadcast is made possible by The Harvest Market in Apple Creek, Miller Custom Exteriors, Shop Brothers Farms, Murphy's Promotions, Deb's Den in Apple Creek, Casa de Sassi, Lem's Pizza, and PNC Bank. Please let these sponsors know you heard their name on Waynedale High School broadcasts on UltimateSportsTalk.com. One nothing as we head to the bottom of the third inning. Bears have picked off two runners for the chips here today, and that one, Brown, I'm not sure what he was thinking down at first base. He just kept getting off and off and off, and then ended up getting picked off at first base as Rydenbaugh just turned it through over, and they had him out by at least three feet. Jarrett Wanzik's going to lead things off for the Bears. This will be his first trip to the plate. And then comes to the top of the order, Nick Strasbaugh and Ryan Weaver. 
Trent Harrell gave up a run in the first inning and then retired the Bears 1-2-3 in the last inning. Wantick steps into the batter's box. On the year, Jarrett hitting 345. He's got 10 hits and 29 at-bats heading into today. Right-handed batter even with the plate and the first pitch from Harrell. He squares the bunt misses it on the run towards first base. 0-1 the count. Harrell sticking mainly with the fastball. And that pitch is swung on and fouled back to the screen. And the count now is 0-2 to Wanzik. They've been peppering him out in right field the first three innings, but that's because they've had to. They're trying to go that direction off of Schleybaugh. And the 0-2 pitch to Wanzik, swung on, missed, gets behind the catcher, Luke Brown. Heading towards first base is Wanzik, and he'll be safe at first. Brown could not handle the pitch as Wanzik swung and missed it, and he'll reach on the air. That'll be the second error in the game. Nick Strasbaugh. For Chippewa. And it brings up Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh flied out to right his first time up. Now Harrell will work out of the stretch. Wanzik getting a short lead off first base only in three steps. And the pitch to the plate. Strasbaugh squared to bunt and took it down low for a ball. Nick walked the first two times yesterday. Zorodnik wasn't giving him anything to hit at all. 1-0 the count. That pitch is swung and topped off home plate. Up the third base side and it will roll foul. Suso let it go foul. Otherwise, he wouldn't have had an opportunity to throw Nick out at first base as speedy as he is. On deck, Ryan Weaver. Wanzik will return to first. Playing even with the bag is Suso at third. And holding the runner is Bailey at first. Now Suso is going to come in and play just about a step off the grass at third. Strasbaugh, one and one the count. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And now the count is one and two to Nick. Wanzik still at first base after reaching on the air by the catcher. One and two the count. Bears lead at one nothing here in this third inning of play. Another nail biter between these two ball clubs. And that pitch curveball swung on a foul straight back. Nick stuck with that curve and spoiled the pitch. The count stays one and two. Wanzik at first. Nobody down here in this first in, uh, third inning, excuse me. And the pitch is down low, a fastball. Two and two the count. To Strasbaugh. Two and two. Harrell comes set. Looks over at Wanzik, short lead. And that pitch curveball topped off the plate, and it will go wide of third and foul. And the count will stay two and two. Harold really throws the fastball for strikes and looks like he throws the curveball for show. Now the stepping off is Harold and he'll throw her to first base, but Wanzik was only about a step off the bag. Basically not even a step. Two and two the count. 
And the pitch to Strasbaugh. Swung on a grinder right back to the mound. Harrell's got it. Throws to short. To second to Ellis. And the throw to first is in time to get Strasbaugh. I got a feeling the base umpire thinks if you're a step past the bag, you're still out. Because Strasbaugh was a good step behind the bag when they completed that double play. But Strasbaugh grounds into the 1-6-3 double play. Erasing Wanzik off the base. And it brings up Ryan Weaver with two outs. Weaver swung on, grounded to short. Ellis comes in, grabs it on two bounces. The throw across in time to get Weaver. So for the Bears, they get no runs. One error by the Chips. And they do get no hits in this third inning. As we head to the fourth, your score, it's Waynedale 1, Chippewa nothing. Experience a pleasant atmosphere and homemade comfort food daily at Deb's Den in Apple Creek. Stop in for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. There's no assembly line food at Deb's Den. Everything is handcrafted and fresh, from the sandwiches to the soups and sides and the dinner specials every day. Stop in for breakfast Tuesday through Saturday from 7 to 11 a.m. and Sundays 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner hours are Tuesday through Thursday 11 to 8, Friday and Saturday 11 to 9, and Sunday 12 to 3. Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Well, at the end of four innings of play down at the softball game, the Chips are leading the Bears 4 to nothing. And your three-inning totals here in this one so far. The Waynedale Golden Bears, they have one run on just one hit. They've left one runner on, and the Chips have committed two errors. As far as the Chips are concerned, no runs on three hits. They've left two runners on, and the Bears have committed no errors through the first three innings of play. And for the Chips, it will be P.J. Suso back up to the plate. He was up at the plate. When Luke Brown was picked off at first base. And then comes Zach Bailey and Trent Harrell. Suso singled his first time up. So he is one for one in the ball game. And this will actually be the third time he's going to step to the plate. But the last time didn't count. Schleyball here in the fourth inning of play. Got four strikeouts. Giving up three hits. And the wind and the pitch from Marcus. Curveball swung on it, grounded wide at third. Picked up by Spidell, even with the bag. Throw across in the dirt, but a nice stretch and scoop by Shane Weaver. And Suso is thrown out at first base. So one away, and it brings up Zach Bailey. Bailey walked his first time up. Only walk that Schleybaugh has given up today. Left-handed batter with one down, one nothing. Waynedale on top of it. Schleybaugh rocks into the motion, and the one-out pitch to Bailey is a fastball high and outside. One and zero the count. Through the middle of the lineup, Schleybaugh has been staying up above the belt, trying to get them to go after high pitches. And the one-zero pitch to the plate—that's a curveball over at the belt, swung on and missed by Bailey. One and one the count. Trent Harrell's on deck. One ball, one strike. The count to the left-handed hitting Zach Bailey. And the wind in the pitch is outside. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. The count now. Sun's starting to peek out from behind the clouds here today. The 2-1 pitch. Curve ball swung on a foul straight back and out of play by Bailey. And the count evens two and two. First time, really, the sun is 
burst out bright here this afternoon. It's been overcast and cloudy, but an enjoyable afternoon. Not as gorgeous as it was yesterday. The temperatures were up near 80 yesterday. Today, right now, about 65 degrees. And the pitch to the plate is down low. Nice scoop by Spidell, but it goes for a ball, and the count is now full at 3-2. and two. Second time this afternoon that Schleybaugh has gone full on a batter. One down, and Schleybaugh, the payoff pitch to Bailey, swung on it, a high fastball, and fouled back and out of play. And the count stays 3-2. and two. Outfield playing Bailey straight up. So is the infield. Although Weaver is close to the line at first base, about five feet off the line. And the payoff pitch swung on, and line fouled on the left field side. Out of play. And the count stays full at three and two. Steven Spidell chased that foul ball down, got it back to Marcus Schleybaugh, and now the umpire wants to trade balls with him. So they do. Still a full count, three and two. To Zach Bailey with one down here in the top of the fourth. Schleybaugh peers in for the sign, and he'll deliver the three two pitch to the plate. Curveball bounces off the plate to the backstop, and Bailey will just trot down to first base. Second walk of the inning and both of or second walk of the game I should say and both of them have been to Zach Bailey. One away, runner at first and it brings up Trent Harrell. Harrell doubled down the right field line his last time up. One down here in the fourth. Harrell even with the plate in the right handed side of the batter's box. Let us know, let us know saying Schleybaugh Looks at first. Comes set. And the pitch to the plate. Swung on by Harrell, and it's going to be fouled back over the first base dugout. 0-1 the count. Bailey, not a big lead at first base, at least on the first pitch. Weaver holding him close at first. Playing deep at third is Spidell, and back on the grass is Strasbaugh. Getting a good lead about five steps is Bailey at first. Schleybach comes set. Bailey holds, and that pitch is a fastball over the outside corner at the knees for a strike. 0-2 the count. Bailey being held by Weaver. Schleybach coming set. And the pitch to the plate. Or the pitch to the throw to first base, not in time. Coming set is Schleybaugh. Looks to first, and the pitch is high and outside for a ball. One and two the count. And the throw over to first base, not in time. And that pitch is lined into left field for a base hit coming over as Weaver. He'll grab it and get it back in to Spidell. So Harrell gets the base hit to left field and advances Bailey to second base. So Harrell now two for two in the ballgame, and he went to left field that time for a base hit. 
So runners at first and second still one down, and it brings up Drew Ellis. Ellis on the afternoon 0 for 1. He struck out his last time up. Ray Sales is on deck. Still one down. Now Weaver's going to play in on the grass and not hold Harrell at first base. Playing deep at third is Spidell. And the pitch is a check swing over at the letters for a called strike. 0-1 the count. And now Spidell is going to go out and talk to his pitcher Schlebaugh as they're going to switch up the signs with the runner at second base and Bailey. I think he saw that he was trying to tip off Ellis with the pitches. 0-1 the count. One down here in this fourth inning of play. one nothing. Waynedale on top of it. Schlebaugh staring in for the sign. Runner at first is Harrell. Runner at second is Bailey. And the pitch is down low. Ball one. Count evens are one and one. Schlebaugh looking in, getting a good lead at first base is Harrell. Strasbaugh trying to hold Bailey at second. And the pitch is a fastball outside. And the count now is two and one. Two balls, one strike to count to Ellis, who struck out his last time up, so he's 0 for 1 in the game. Schlebaugh peering in. Comes set. And the pitch to the plate is swung on and lined foul down the right field side over the first base dugout and out of play. And the count now is two balls, two strikes. Schlebaugh needs a big pitch here. Two and two the count now to Ellis with runners at first and second. And the pitch swung on and grounded to second. Camacho picks it up. Goes to short for one. Three relay to first base is not in time as the throw pulled Weaver off the bag. But the Bears get the runner at second. In Trent Harrell. So there are two outs. Going to third is Bailey. And reaching on the fielder's choice is Ellis. And it brings up Sales. Ray Sales struck out his last time up. As Schlebaugh gave him a steady diet of high pitches. So two down. Runners at first and third. And let's see what they decide to do with Ellis at first base. And Bailey at third now. Schlebach comes set. Checks the runners at the corners. And the pitch is a called strike at the letters to Sales. 0-1 the count. Ellis bluffed that he was going and then stayed at first base. Two down, runners at the corners. Coming set is Schlebach. Comes to the belt. And the pitch is the runners hold. Swung on and fouled back over the first base dugout and out of play. And the count now is 0-2 to Sales with Vince Suso on deck. And let's see if Schlebaugh comes back with a high fastball, which is what he did the last time that he got Sales with two strikes. He's ahead in the count again, 0-2. Runners at the corners. Runner holds, and that pitch called strike three at the letters over the outside corner. Sales strikes out looking. 
That is the fifth strikeout of the afternoon for Schlebaugh in the inning. The Chips get no runs on one base hit. They leave two men on and no Waynedale errors. And your score, heading into the bottom of the fourth, it's still Waynedale 1, Chippewa nothing. Know how much you're spending and on what each and every month. Know you're on track with your bills and upcoming payments. Know when money is coming in and going out. Know you have an entire cheering section at PNC Bank with virtual wallet. Simplify your finances, track and budget your spending, and save for the future. Learn more at pnc.com slash virtual wallet. PNC Bank, for the achiever in you. PNC Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Amish craftsmanship revered worldwide. Dutch quality stone products have become the industry leader in quality and consistency. In the heart of one of the biggest Amish communities in America, Dutch Quality Stone provides a stunning collection of fine veneer stone readily available for dependable, easy-to-install options for homes and commercial properties. In our corner of the world, people believe in doing things right. Hard work, honesty, and genuine care. Dutch Quality Stone, located on Dover Road in Mount Eaton. Call today, 877-359-7866. Well, the three, four, and five hitters coming up for the Bears in this bottom of the fourth inning. They lead it one to nothing. Evan Reidenbaugh, Shane Weaver, and Aaron Spidell, the hitters for the Bears coming up. Reidenbaugh reached on an infield single his last time up. And then was cut down at second base. So he is one for one in the ballgame. Harrell has given up just one run on one base hit this afternoon, and that was Reidenbaugh's hit, and that pitch is swung on and butted right back to the mound. Harold picks it up, throw to first base, is not in time, gets by Bailey down the right field line. Rounding first and going into second base is Reidenbaugh. So Evan reaches on the error. That'll be the third error of the ball game. And he takes it down to second base, so now the Bears have a runner at second, nobody down, and it brings up Shane Weaver. Weaver reached on a fielder's choice his last time up. Got an RBI out of it. And now he's got an opportunity to drive home an insurance run. And the pitch to the plate swung on and line foul over the right field side. Not a play. Aaron Spidell is on deck. Ball laid down a bunt between home and the mound. And Harrell picked it up. Just threw it in the dirt and Bailey couldn't dig it out. That put Reidenbaugh at second. That pitch is swung on and lined over the first base side. Not a play again. As he spoiled that pitch and the count is now 0-2. Weaver down in the count 0-2. Harrell comes set. Peers in for the sign and the pitch is swung on and top to third base. Coming in is Suso. Looks the runner back. Throws to first base in time. And Reidenbaugh holds at second base. So Weaver... Grounds out to third. Holding at second is Reidenbaugh. And it brings to the plate Aaron Spidell, the team's now batting for the leading Bears. RBI man on the season. He's the catcher. Spidell Number three, has Aaron driven home 12 Spidell. runs this year. And he's got an RBI opportunity now. One down, Reidenbaugh at second base, and Spidell comes to the plate. Aaron grounded out to short his last time up to end the first inning of play. On deck is Schleybaugh. You've heard of the human rain delay, which was Mike Hargrove? The home plate umpire is the human rain delay here this afternoon. 
Harrell steps up on top of the rubber, and he's going to face off against Aaron Spidell. Aaron 0 for 1, but he's got an RBI opportunity here. Harrell, the pitch to the plate. Spidell showed bunt, pulled the bat back, and took a strike at the knees. Rydenbaugh gets the lead off of second base. Gets a short lead and the 0-1 pitch, and that's a pitch outside that Spidell takes. 1-1 one one now the count. Aaron has decided he's going to continue his education at the College of Worcester and play baseball for the Fighting Scots. 1-1 one one pitch, swung on and topped off the hill. Picked up by Suso. Now he's going to throw to third, second base, and he threw the ball into center field and advancing to third base is Rydenbaugh. Suso tried to look Rydenbaugh back and then decided to flip it to second, and Sales couldn't handle the throw. Second inning, error of the inning. Now batting, he's pitching today, number 19. And it advances Rydenbaugh to third, so now runners at first and third. One down, and it brings up Marcus Schleybaugh to the plate. Spidell has got four stolen bases, and now the infield is going to congregate on the mound and talk things over about this first and third situation. Schleybaugh here today, flied to left his first time up, so he is 0 for 1. Rydenbaugh is at third, and Spidell is at first. And like we said, on the year, Aaron has stolen four bases. And this is a prime running situation for Spidell. Schleybaugh. Right-hand side of the batter's box. There goes Spidell, and he's going to take second easily as that pitch was taken inside for a ball by Schleyball. Want to know the count. Holding at third base is Rydenbaugh. Now Rydenbaugh will get the lead at third. Spidell at second, and the pitch is swung on and grounded to third. Suso picks it up, looks the runner back at third, and throws across in time to get Schleyball. And there's two down now. Runner still at second and third, and it brings up Manny Camacho. Now batting. Camacho flew out to right his first time up on an excellent play out in right field by Huglin. So Camacho steps into the plate. Runners at second and third, two down, and he takes a curveball at the knees for a called strike. Manny 0 for 1 in the ballgame. Steven Spidell is on deck. Bears trying to drive home some insurance, runs up 1-0. And the 1-0 swung on and missed on a high fastball. 0-2 now the count. Camacho down in the count, 0-2. Two down here in the bottom of the fourth. And the 0-2 pitch is a fastball. Gets by the catcher, Brown. Rydenbaugh's going to come home. The throw to the plate is not in time to get Rydenbaugh. And Harrell is really upset at home. Rydenbaugh with a head first slide, and Harrell is really upset on the mound at that call, and Ben Himes is about halfway between the dugout and home plate. But the pass ball brings home Evan Rydenbaugh, and that puts the Bears up two to nothing. And advancing over to third base is Aaron Spidell. Camacho still down on the count one and two, but another run is standing at third base. In Aaron Spidell, and Trent Harrell's got to get himself composed now after that play at home. He was not happy with the call at all. Harrell with the count one and two. The wind and the pitch is taken outside. 
and Harrell was trying to take out his aggressions against the umpire on the baseball that time by throwing it about 90 miles an hour towards home. Two and two the count now to Camacho with Steven Spidell on deck. Harrell shakes off Brown at catcher, and now the 2-2. That pitch is swung on and blooped out towards second. Ellis can't make the play. Camacho's going to be safe at first, and the RBI brings home Spidell, and the Bears lead it now 3 to nothing. So Camacho with an infield single. Ellis just could not come up with the play. Manny Camacho with the RBI. Now batting. Spidell now steps up to the plate. Stevens. He's Spidell. 0 for 1. So Camacho at first base. Bears lead at 3-0, and that's an inside pitch ball one to Spidell. Jarrett Wanzik is on deck. Camacho gets a short lead off first, being held by Bailey. And the pitch is a fastball at the letters, but a called strike. One and one the count. Harold comes set, and now he steps off the back of the rubber. Gets Camacho to dive back into the bag. And now the pitch to the plate swung on a line to first base right into the glove of Zach Bailey. So Spidell lined it right into the glove of Bailey. But the Bears, they get two runs in the inning on one base hit. Two big Chippewa errors. And the Bears leave one man on base. And your score at the end of four, the Bears three, Chippewa nothing. For over 25 years, the Apple Creek drive-thru has been serving the community from snacks, beverages, anything you may need. Just like the Waynedale Golden Bears, hard work is no stranger to Art Weaver at the Apple Creek drive-thru. So on your way home from the game, work, or you're just in a hurry, stop by. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Stop by after the game. Where can you get food? Smoking with Southern Pride, the Fire and Ice Pub in Fredericksburg. Build your own burgers. Try our brisket and pulled pork. And every Thursday night is half-price wing night. Everything cooked to your satisfaction, so you'll come back time and time again. The Fire and Ice Pub, open Tuesday through Thursday, 11 to 10, Friday and Saturday, 11 to midnight, and Sunday, 11 to 8, located just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Well, the Bears lead it 3 to nothing as we head into the top of the fifth inning. It'll be Vince Suso, Kenny Henniger, and then the top of the order, Jerry Bennett, facing off against Marcus Schlebaugh. Schlebaugh has found himself in trouble in a few innings so far tonight, but he's been able to pitch out of it. And good defense this afternoon by the Bears has helped him out, especially a couple of pickoff throws. So the Bears lead at 3-0, and Vince Suso will step up to the plate. Suso 0-for-1 in the ballgame. He struck out his last time up. Left fielder steps up to the plate as we lead off here in the fifth inning. At last check down at the softball field, the girls were behind in the softball game by a score of 4-1 to one at the end of 5. Kendall Lloyd doubled in a run in that fifth inning. And that pitch to Suso is outside and low, ball one. Schleyball into the wind and the 1-0 pitch is swung on and popped foul and out of play down the left field side. And the count evens at one and one. 
Bears cannot relax here because this is one of the best lineups in the WCAL. And yesterday they were down 4 nothing and came back and made a game out of it 7-6. to So Schleybaugh has got to continue to bear down in this 3 nothing game. The 1-1 pitch is a fastball outside. 2-1 and one the count. Indians at home tonight taking on the Seattle Mariners. Reds are at home also. And they're entertaining the Colorado Rockies after getting beaten last night 5-1 to one by the Rockies. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled over the first base side and out of play. And the count now is even at 2-2. Two two. Henniger is on deck. Clouds seem to be dissipating and the sun is staying out, which is going to make it difficult on the, some of the players, especially the first baseman and the right fielder. 2-2 pitch to the plate is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. And the count stays, two balls, two strikes. Suso, even with the plate. Spidell playing even with the bag at third for the Bears. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate is a check swing. Went too far, called strike three. Suso goes down swinging for the second time here tonight. That's the sixth strike out of the ball game for Marcus Schleybaugh. And with one away, it brings up the bottom of the order, Kenny Henniger. He struck out his last time up also. Schleybaugh really has that fastball working tonight. One away, and that pitch is a high offering swung on and missed. 0-1-1 the count to Henniger. Leadoff man Jerry Bennett's on deck. Schleyball into the wind. The 0-1 pitch to the plate. Another fastball at the knees for a strike. 0-2 the count now to Henniger. And Schleyball really peppering the strike zone here in this inning. 0-2 the count. Marcus into the wind. And the pitch to the plate. That's a called strike three at the belt. That is seven strikeouts in the ball game, three in a row that Schleybaugh has struck out, and with two down, it brings to the plate Jerry Bennett. Bennett, 0 for 2 in the ball game. He's flied to center and flied to right. And down at the softball field, the Chips are leading the Bears 9 to 3 at the end of six. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back against the screen. 0 and 1 the count. Schleybaugh has struck out three in a row. He struck out four in a row, three in the second, and the leadoff man in the third. And that pitch has swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. He struck out the first two batters here in this inning, and he got Ray Sales looking to end the last inning. And now Bennett is down in the count 0-2. Luke Brown is on deck. 0-2 the count. Schleybaugh rocks into the motion. And the pitch is high. Taken by Bennett. 1-2 the count. Schleybaugh peering in for the sign. From Spidell. Gets the one to his liking. Into the wind, and the 1-2 pitch to the plate is taken upstairs as Bennett was able to hold off on it, and the count evens at 2-2. Two two. It's 
Spidell playing deep at third. A couple of steps behind the bag. Weaver same way at first base. Middle of the infield, back on the grass. The 2-2 pitch to Jerry Bennett is a curveball swung and fouled straight back and out of play. Spoiled that curveball, and the count stays 2-2. Two and two. With two down, 3 nothing. Waynedale on top of it here in the top of the fifth inning. Schlebaugh shakes off the first sign, gets the second sign. The 2-2 pitch to the plate, swung on him, fouled straight back again by Bennett. Up against the backstop. He's spoiling some good pitches here by Schlebaugh, and the count stays 2-2. Two and two. Schlebaugh is throwing a couple of curveballs to Bennett. Two and two the count. He came with a fastball last time. Let's see what he comes with this time on the two-two. And the pitch curveball called strike three as it broke right over the middle of the plate. That's four strikeouts in a row and eight in the ball game for Marcus Schlebaugh. Three up, three down as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Your score, Waynedale three, Chippewa nothing. Harvest Market offers you everything you need from a community grocery store, providing fresh local meats, ready-to-go meals, and a full-service deli. Harvest Market is your one-stop butcher shop and can cut to order. The barbecue chicken is fresh off the grill, and the smoked ribs are second to none. For your next get-together, leave the cooking to Harvest Market. Harvest Market's convenient hours are Monday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., Sunday, 10 to 6. Harvest Market, located in the core of Apple Creek. Come taste the difference family. At the time you need them the most, they are there. So is the Spidell Funeral Home. They have been family owned and operated for over 125 years, so they understand family. When you come in, the Spidell Funeral Home will walk through the process with you, assisting you in your choices. That's how family works. The Spidell Funeral Home in two locations, on Main Street in Mount Eaton and on Chestnut Street in Brewster. The Spidell Funeral Home, just like family, there when you need them. Well, Jarrett Wanzik's going to lead things off for the Bears here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Waynedale on top of it, three to nothing. And then will be the top of the order next Strasbaugh and Ryan Weaver. Last time up, Wanzik led off the third inning, and he reached on an error. He actually struck out, but the ball got by Luke Brown, and he advanced to first base on the air. That's one of four errors that the Chips have committed today. for the Golden Bears. At the bottom of Bears the trying game. to break a four-game losing right streak against Jared these chips. Wanzik. Wanzik, right-handed batter, 0 for 1 this afternoon. And Harrell will rock into the motion, and the pitch is a curveball over at the knees for a called strike. Wanzik came into this afternoon's ball game, hitting 345 on the year. And the 0-1 pitch is a fastball at the knees over the outside corner for a called strike. And Harrell's jumped out on top of Wanzik, 0-2. Harrell, quick worker, 0-2 pitch, is swung on and fouled out of play down the right field side. Count stays 0-2. The umpire gave Luke Brown a ball, and Brown didn't like it. Wouldn't throw it back to Harrell, and got a new one, and then threw that one to Harrell. 0-2 the count. And the pitch to Wanzik is outside and low, ball one. Bears leading this one three to nothing. 
And the 1-2 pitch to Jarrett Wanzik is swung on and missed. Strike three. That time Brown held on to the baseball. That is the first strikeout of the day by Trent Harrell. Now back One away. To the Golden Bears. And it brings up leadoff hitter number Nick Strasbaugh. Nick Strasbaugh. Strasbaugh. Flied to right. And bounced into a double play his last time up. And he takes that pitch over the heart of the plate at the knees. Called strike. 0-1 the count. Ryan Weaver's on deck. And the 0-1 pitch from Harold to Strasbaugh is swung on a missed on a curveball in the dirt. 0-2. Nick upset with himself after going after that pitch in the dirt. 0-2 the count. Harold likes to work quickly. And the two-strike pitch is a called strike over the outside corner. And that'll be the second strike out of the ball game for Harrell. Two in a row. Batting and it brings up Ryan Weaver. Number 25. Weaver Ryan was hit by a pitch Weaver. in the first inning, came around to score the first run of the ball game, and grounded his short his last time up. And that pitch is taken inside, bounced in the batter's box. One or no the count. Weaver almost got hit by that pitch. One or no the count. And the pitch is a called strike over the inside corner. One and one now the count. Evan Reidenbaugh's on deck. Into the motion is Harrell. And the one one pitch curveball over at the knees. Called strike. One and two. Two men down. Harrell struck out the last two batters. And he's ahead in the count one and two. And the two strike pitch is bounced in front of the plate. Nice buck at home plate by Luke Brown. And the count now is two and two. Weaver, as we said earlier, leads the team in getting hit by pitches. Not a stat you're particularly wanting to lead the team in. And that pitch swung on and missed by Ryan. Strike three. Harrell strikes out the side. His first three strikeouts of the ball game. And as we head to the sixth, your score, Waynedale three, Chippewa nothing. Steps down on Main Street in Apple Creek is your spot for fresh, homemade food daily. Custom handcrafted sandwiches to your satisfaction. And try Deb's Den's relaxing, comfortable atmosphere. It's hometown dining at its best. Deb's Den offers quick, easy service. Breakfast hours are Tuesday through Saturday, 7 to 11 a.m., and Sundays, 9 to noon. Lunch and dinner is served Tuesday through Thursday until 8, Friday and Saturday until 9, and Sunday, noon to 3. Closed on Monday, Deb's Den, next to the Bear on Main Street in Apple Creek. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice. 1-800-589-4905 or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com Well, let's check the scoreboard. First of all, down at the softball field, the Waynedale Lady Bears are losing in their ball game at last check of the contest in the sixth inning. They were down by a score of 9-3 to the Chips. The Indians game is underway against Seattle. That got underway at 6 o'clock tonight. And there is no score at the end of the first inning of play there. Here, it is 3-0. Waynedale on top of it here in the sixth. 
And it will be Luke Brown leading it off for the Chips, and he takes that first pitch for a called strike, going one the count. Suso's on deck, then Zach Bailey, the cleanup man. Scheduled to hit here in the sixth inning of play. Waynedale leads at 3 nothing, And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Curveball swung on wide of foul, uh, wide of third and foul. And the count is 0-2. Schlebaugh has struck out four in a row. Second time in the ball game, he has struck out four in a row. And he's ahead in the count to Luke Brown, 0-2, who is one for two in the ball game. And the two-strike pitch is upstairs. One and two the count. And that has been the game plan all afternoon for Schlebaugh. Get ahead in the count and then go upstairs. Schlebaugh peering in for the sign. Approves of this one. And the one-two pitch. Curveball swung on and missed. Strike three. And Schlebaugh struck out five in a row. That's the ninth K of the ball game for Marcus. And it brings up P.J. Suso, who is singled and grounded to third. So he's one for two in the ball game. Schlebaugh. Rocks into the motion, and the pitch is a curve ball down too low, ball one. Schlebaugh has struck out five in a row and retired five in a row. And the pitch to the plate swung on and fouled straight back. Suso was behind on that pitch, and the count is one and one. Suso looked like he was feeling for that pitch instead of swinging at it. Count evens one and one. Schlebaugh, the one-one pitch to the plate is a called strike at the letters. One and two, the count. Chippewas not like the strike zone today by the home plate umpire, but he has been consistent with that high strike. One and two, the count. Marcus moves into the motion, and the one-two pitch is upstairs again. Two and two now the count. That's what we said. When he gets two strikes on these Chippewa batters, then he goes about shoulder high with the fastball. That time, Suso laid off of it. Bailey's on deck. One down. And the two-strike pitch. Curveball bounces in front of the plate right off the mask of Aaron Spidell. Laying off of it with Suso, and... The count is now full at three and two. This is the third full count, two, that Schlebaugh has had this afternoon. And the payoff pitch to Suso is a fastball upstairs above the letters, ball four. That is the second walk of the ball game given up by Schlebaugh. So a runner at first base, one down. Breaks his string of five consecutive strikeouts. And it brings up Zach Bailey. Bailey, excuse me, three walks because Bailey has walked twice. Getting the lead off at first base is Suso. And that pitch is a curve ball down low in the dirt. Ball one. Bailey has walked twice. And he's gone full in the count twice. And the 1-0 pitch swung on and lined into center field for a base hit. Riding ball will come over and get it back in. Suso will go into second base. So Bailey 
has got the fifth hit of the ball game for the Chips. And now the Chips have something going in the inning with runners at first and second. One down, and it brings up Trent Harrell, and he is the tying run coming to the plate for the Chips. And that will send Justin McDowell out to the mound to have a chat with Schlebaugh. After Schlebaugh struck out five in a row, then he walked Suso and now has given up a base hit to center field to Zach Bailey, and Bailey really squared up that fastball and drove it out to center. So the Chips now with one down here in the sixth inning have runners at first and second and their power hitter coming to the plate. On deck is Drew Ellis. Justin McDowell with the entire infield around him at the mound talking to Schlebaugh. Whatever he wanted to talk to Schlebaugh about, he got an affirmative answer and now turns around and will walk back toward the third base dugout. And it will bring Trent Harrell to the plate. Harrell, right-handed batter, comes up with runners at first and second. Bailey at first. Suso at second. Suso was picked off at second in the first inning. And that pitch is a fastball at the belt for a called strike. Big spot of the ball game here for Schlebaugh. 0-1 the count, one down here in the top of the sixth. Bears lead at 3-0, but the chips with something brewing. There go the runners, swung on and missed. Spidell is going to throw to third base, and it is going to be sliding in under the tag is Suso. So the double steal, and the chips now have runners at second and third in the double steal, and there is two strikes now to Harrell. Boy, Benheims with a daring move there, pulling the double steal. Spidell threw the ball a little wide at third, and Steven came up with the throw, but couldn't get the tag down in time to get Suso sliding into third. And now Harrell with first base open. Down in the count, 0-2 with one down. The runners in scoring position. Harrell. The pitch to the plate, just outside on a nice fastball. To Harrell, one and two the count. Harrell staring down at Ben Himes, now steps back into the batter's box. One and two the count. Schlebaugh shakes off one side, now gets the sign that he wants. And the one-two pitch to the plate. Fastball down low and outside. And the count evens now at two and two. Drew Ellis is on deck. Runners at second and third for the chips. Coming set is Schlebaugh. And the 2-2 pitch to the plate from the right-hander. That pitch is swung on and lined it to the second baseman. Camacho, he grabs it, flips the second, not in time. But Camacho comes up with the catch on the line drive. That leaves two outs now. Still runners at second and third, and it brings up Drew Ellis. Ellis has struck out and reached on a fielder's choice. The shortstop, Drew Ellis, comes to the plate. Final score down at the softball field. And the Lady Bears lose today by a final score of 10-5 to to the Chips. So they are 6-8 and eight on the season. That pitch called strike at the letters. 0-1 the count to Ellis. 
Two down. Top of the sixth. Bears lead at 3-0, but the Chips have runners in scoring position at second and third. And the 0-1 pitch to the plate. Called strike over the outside corner. And it's 0-2 the count. The Chips have been chirping all afternoon about the strike zone. And Ellis has not liked the first two calls at the plate, but he's down 0-2. The wind by Schlebaugh. And the 0-2 swung on and grounded... Into right field for a base hit. Coming home is Suso. Wanzik picks it up, throws to home plate, and he'll hold the runner at first, Zach Bailey, at third. And it'll bring up Ray Sales, but the chips break through against Schlebaugh with the run. And they are down now 3-1. to one. Zach Bailey at third base now. And at first base is Ellis. And it brings up Ray Sales. So runners at first and third. Sales in the ball game has struck out twice. So he's 0 for 2. Ellis looks like he's going to be going. He's getting a big lead at first base. Schlebaugh now is going to throw over that way. And Ellis is back with a dive. Bailey is at third. Ellis is at first. Ray Sales is at bat. Coming set is Schlebaugh. Ellis gets a big lead at first base. He's going to bluff. And the pitch is a curved ball over the outside corner for a called strike. 0-1 the count. This is one of those nail biters that these two teams have played over the last couple of years. Throw to first base, not in time, as Ellis gets back with a slide. 0-1 the count, two down. Runner at third, runner at first, and Ellis. Coming set is Schlebaugh. Peers in. Ellis holds. That pitch is swung on and fouled straight back and out of play. 0-2 the count to Sales. I'm surprised that the Chips have not sent Ellis. Maybe they figure the Bears will give up the run to try to get the opportunity to get the third out of the inning. Ellis getting the lead off of first again. Bailey leading off in foul territory over at third. Schlebach comes set. Ellis holds and the pitch is upstairs. Sales holds off on it. One and two the count. Marcus taking a lot of time in between pitches now. Peers in, shakes off a couple of signs. Now gets the one to his liking. Peers over at first and third. Ellis holds at first. The pitch is swung on and grounded past the mound. Into center field for a base hit. Coming home to score is Bailey. And it's now a 3-2 ball game as Sales gets a base hit to center. Holding at second base is Ellis. So the Chips have parlayed a walk and three hits into two runs, and it brings up Vince Suso. Suso, the left fielder, has struck out twice, so he's 0 for 2 in the ball game, but the Chips are not done as they've got runners at first and second. That tying run is at second, and that pitch by Schlebaugh is upstairs, ball one. Three to two, Bears lead it. This is just what happened yesterday. Only the opposite direction. That pitch swung on and fouled straight back by Suso and out of play, one and one the count. Chips got up on the Bears. The Bears never could regain the lead after they got down one to nothing. They were down four to nothing. Then cut it to four to two. 
Then it was 7-2, and they scored four in the top of the seventh and ended up losing 7-6. This one, 3-2, Bears. That pitch is high and outside. 2-1 and one the count. On deck is Kenny Henniger, bottom of the order, number nine hitter. Right now it's the number eight hitter, Vince Suso, and the left fielder. Coming set is Schlebaugh, and the 2-1 pitch to the plate, swung on and grounded to short. Picked up by Strasbaugh, throws it to second base in time to get the sliding Ray sails, and that'll do it. So the Bears, in the inning, they give up two runs on three base hits, Chippewa leaves one man on base and no Waynedale errors. We head to the bottom of the sixth. Your score, it's Waynedale three, Chippewa two. Okay, so this noodle bowl, one of my faves. I start with a nice lean pork tenderloin. Look at that, nice, right? Saute on medium high. Brown, ooh, browning, nicely. Now the broth, it's Asian inspired and perfect with pork. A dash more sauce. Pork always brings authentic flavor, even when you're home alone, hosting a fake cooking show. Fresh basil, a lime wedge, perfection. Find your flavor at pork beans. Inspired.com. Pork, be inspired. The Apple Creek Banking Company has remained independent for over 110 years. As a true community bank, Apple Creek Bank is invested in the communities it serves and the local businesses that operate in those communities. Stop in one of their six locations and see what community banking is all about. Shop local. Eat local. Bank Local, the Apple Creek Banking Company, locally owned, community driven. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Back at Waynedale, it is three to two. The chips came through with two runs in the top of the sixth. And as we head to the bottom of the sixth inning, the Bears have got the middle of their order coming up. Evan Reidenbaugh, Shane Weaver, Starting and off the Aaron the Spidell. For the Golden Bears. Reidenbaugh in the ball game is reached Number on an infield eight, single and Evan an Reidenbaugh. error. So Reidenbaugh is one for two in the ball game. Trent Harrell back out, talking with Luke Brown, his catcher. And now Brown will come back to home plate. Reidenbaugh, the right-handed hitter. One for two in the ball game. Harrell will work out of the wind with Weaver on deck. And the first pitch at the bottom of the sixth is a curveball over at the knees for a called strike to Evan. 0-1 the count. Bears could use a couple of insurance runs in this inning. The 0-1 pitch. Curveball bounces in front of the plate and gets to the backstop. 1-1 one one now the count to Evan Reidenbaugh. Longer we get in this game, the colder it gets. That pitch goes off of the helmet of Evan Reidenbaugh. A curveball that just didn't curve. And Evan tried to duck out of the way of it. He couldn't get out of the way in time, so he's hit by a pitch. So Evan reaches base the hard way. That's the second pitch, second batter that Harrell has hit here today. The first first was Weaver. So nobody down, right at first base. And it brings up Shane Weaver. He has reached on a fielder's choice and bounced out to third. He is 0 for 2. Reidenbaugh. Gets about a four-step lead at first base. Harrell goes to the plate. That pitch is swung on line down the right field line. It's going to drop for a base hit. Reitenbaugh's going to hit second, round it, and go to third. And Weaver is going to hold it set first. And then the throw goes to third. Weaver's going to take off for second. He slides in safely. For some reason, 
Hugland threw the ball to third. Reidenbaugh had third base easy. Weaver was going to hold up at first base, but when the throw went to third, he took off for second. Suso threw to second, and it wasn't in time. So Weaver with the base hit to right field. Then takes second on the throw, and it brings up Aaron Spidell, and that's going to do it for Trent Harrell. Trent Harrell will leave the ball game as Ben Hines is going to take him out, and let's see what moves he makes. Harrell's going to leave the ball game, and he is making wholesale changes, and it is going to be Ellis that is going to come to the mound from shortstop. And then Ellis will move from the mound to short. And then they are going to bring in, let's check their roster here and see what moves they are going to make. Looks like they're going to put Hughes at short. But Ellis will be the new pitcher. Ellis will move in to the mound. And while we've got a pitching change, let's take a timeout here. Your score as we head into the pitching change, it is Waynedale still leading it 3-2. to two. Great food and a relaxing atmosphere. A good time had by all. That's at the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg. Spend time with friends after the game. Enjoy the food where you can build your own burger, showing off your creativity. Or try the pulled pork or the brisket. And every Thursday night, the Fire and Ice Pub is the place to be for half-price wing night. Open Tuesday through Sunday at 11, closed on Mondays. The Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg, County Road 92. So Drew Ellis is coming in to pitch for the Chippewa Chips, and he's coming into a big situation here with runners at second and third. Shane Weaver is at second. Evan Reidenbaugh is at third base. Nobody down, and Aaron Spidell is up. And for Trent Harrell, those two runners at second and third are his responsibility. Harrell went five innings in the game, and he really did not have much support from his defense. His defense in this ball game littered him with four errors in the contest. The and in the now contest, the he Bears. also Number only gave three, up Aaron Spidell. two hits in the ball game. But he also gave up three runs so far. So Aaron Spidell is going to be the batter. Spidell reached under here and grounded to short and scored a run. And he comes up with runners at second and third. He's the leading RBI man for the Bears, and he takes that first pitch from Ellis for a called strike. Schlebaugh is on deck. Ellis peers in. He's a right-hander. And the 0-1 pitch. Curveball hangs upstairs. Didn't break. And the count is 1-1. One and one. Bears need these insurance runs heading into the top of the seventh, trying to break a four-game losing streak to these chips. Coming set is Ellis, and the 1-1 pitch. Fastball bounces off to the side of the plate. Nice stop by Brown, and the count now 2-1. and one. Two balls, one strike the count here in the bottom of the sixth. Bears lead at 3-2, to two, but 
They've got nobody down and runners at second and third. Ellis comes set. And the pitch called strike at the knees on a nice fastball to Spidell. And the count evens two and two. Ellis now off the back of the rubber. Now straddles the rubber and now steps up on top. Two and two the count. And the pitch to Spidell. Curveball swung on and missed. Strike three. So Spidell goes down swinging. Runner still at second and third. And that brings to the plate Marcus Schlebaugh. Now Schlebaugh, number 19, Marcus steps in. Marcus flied to left and grounded to third. So he's 0 for 2. Ellis, with runners still at second and third, now one down, comes set. Peers out at the runners. And the pitch is a curveball over at the knees. Check swing by Schlebaugh, but it was a called strike. 0-1. Manny Camacho is on deck. Two big runs for the Bears on the bases at second and third. And that pitch, Slaybaugh pops it up over on the right-hand side. Harrell goes over near the first base dugout. Cannot get it. It's out of play. Boy, he had a beat on it, but just could not bring the ball back in. And Schlebaugh now is down in the count 0-2. This will be the only, the last time these two teams play this year, unless they meet in the tournament like they did last year. Bears are down a game and a half to the Chips in the conference standings, but they've got one game to make up. That's Thursday against Dalton. And the pitch is a curveball that hangs upstairs. Much to the disdain of the... Chippewa fans. They have not been happy with the strike zone by the home plate umpire at all today. One and two the count. Ellis comes set. And the one-two pitch. Curveball swung on. Fly ball out into left center field. Bennett comes over into the left center field. He'll grab it. Tagging at third is Ridenbaugh. He will score easily and it's four to two. Slayball with the sacrifice fly out to center Marcus field, driving home the run. Drives in the RBI. And now the Bears lead at 4-2, holding at second base was Shane Weaver. So there Number are now 15. two down. Weaver still at Manny. second, Camacho. and it brings up Manny Camacho. Camacho had a base hit his last time up, fly to right on an excellent play out in right field by Hugland. So he is one for two ball game. Ellis, not sure if he's hurt or what. He's certainly taking a lot of time in between pitches. And Harold came in to talk to him. And now he's going to step up on the rubber. Two down. Camacho steps in. And the first pitch is a fastball over the inside corner for a called strike. Owed one the count to Manny. Manny's pitched a couple of excellent games this year for the Bears in non-conference affairs and just has been the hard luck loser. Owen won the count to the second baseman. That's a curveball. Manny checks his swing and watches it go outside. One and one and Ellis is not happy again. Ellis now walks off behind the mound. Cannot believe that they did not call that a strike. One and one the count. 
Now he's going to step off towards second base and getting back in plenty of time. That's Clay Miller out at second base. I'm sorry, Clay Miller has come in to pinch run for Shane Weaver. Ellis, the set, the pitch, a fastball over at the knees for a called strike. He's got a lively fastball. His curveball doesn't look too bad either, but they don't pitch him. This is the first time he's pitched against the Bears in the two years that we've seen the teams play. One and two the count. Ellis comes set. And the one-two pitch curveball swung on and fouled back to the screen as Camacho just got a piece of that one, and the count evens at one and two. Or count goes to one and two, excuse me. Steven Spidell on deck. Ellis on top of the hill. And the one-two pitch to Camacho. Swung on and popped foul and out of play down the right field side. Harold gave chase, but it was beyond the fence into the crowd. And the count stays one and two. Camacho spoiling a couple of good pitches. Runner at second is Clay Miller. Running for Shane Weaver. Weaver will re-enter the ball game at first base in the next inning. Coming set is Ellis. The one-two pitch swung on it. Fouled back and out of play again by Camacho. He's hanging in there and spoiling some good pitches. Good crowd here today, as it was yesterday at Chippewa. One and two. Ellis comes set. Looks at Miller at second. The pitch. Curve ball breaks down low, and Camacho held up again. And the count evens at two and two. Two balls, two strikes, the count. Ellis wanted to get that clarified from the base umpire. Now he comes set, peers out at Miller. The 2-2 pitch swung on, topped off the plate. Coming in is the shortstop. He'll throw to first base over to Harrell, and it is in time to get Manny Camacho, and that'll do it here in this bottom of the sixth inning. But for the Bears, they pick up a big insurance run, a run on only one hit, no errors by Chippewa, and the Bears leave one on base. And as we head to the top of the seventh, the Bears got a shot here to break their four-game losing streak to the Chips. Your score, Waynedale 4, Chippewa 2. Need a satisfying snack on the go? In your car and don't want to stop long? For over 25 years, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has been servicing the public and been a supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like the Bears, the Apple Creek Drive-Thru has a history of tradition and hard work. Just stay in your vehicle and cruise in. At the Apple Creek Drive-Thru, every beverage and snack need is met with prompt, courteous service. Located at 23 Main Street in downtown Apple Creek, Art Weaver at the Apple Creek Drive-Thru wishes the Waynedale Golden Bears the best of luck. Make the greener siding choice for your home. Seamless Siding from Miller Custom Exteriors. We're the original ABC Seamless guys, and our siding is made of 100% American-made steel, the most recycled material in the world. I'm Miller Custom Exteriors President Lauren Miller. Our slightly obsessive Amish heritage guarantees you a phenomenal siding job, guaranteed, or we'll fix it free. Call Miller Custom Exteriors today for ABC Seamless Siding, the green siding choice, 1-800-589-4905, or visit us online at MillerCustomExteriors.com. Well, the Bears got an opportunity here to break their four-game losing streak to the Chips and finally win one of these heart stoppers 
They are three outs away from doing it. Schlebaugh three outs away from a complete game victory, which would be his fourth of the year. And Kenny Henniger steps in. He's the bottom of the order. Then comes Jerry Bennett, the top side, and Luke Brown. Henniger has struck out twice, swinging and looking. So he is 0 for 2. As we hit the top of the seventh, Schlebaugh peers in, throws a fastball, swung on and missed. Owen won the count. And that pitch is over the outside corner for a called strike two. Owen two the count. No balls, two strikes. And the wind by Schleybaugh. And the pitch is called strike three at the letters. That's the tenth strikeout of the day for Schleyball. One down, and it brings up the top of the order, Jerry Bennett. Bennett is 0 for 3. He's flied out twice and struck out. Schleyball rocks into the motion. The one-out pitch is a called strike. 0 and 1 the count. And Schleyball's really peppering the letters right above the belt against the chips and he's done that all afternoon the 0-1 pitch to Jerry Bennett that's a curveball in the dirt Bennett held up 1-1 and the count Luke Brown's on deck that run in the bottom of the 6th inning to make this a 4-2 ball game was very important for the Bears that pitch is upstairs above the bill of the cap 2-1 the count now Boy, and as the sun goes behind the clouds, that wind coming in from left center field, it just gets colder and colder here this afternoon. Schleybaugh, the 2-1 pitch to the plate, just off the outside corner at the knees, ball three. Three and one the count. Schleybaugh. Shakes his head in approval. The 3-1 pitch to Jerry Bennett. That's a curveball. Swung on and fouled straight back up against the screen. And the count now is full. Three and two. Three balls, two strikes the count. One down here in the seventh. Bears looking for the victory to draw within a half a game of first place in the WCAL. And the payoff pitch from Schleyball. Swung on and missed strike three. Bennett goes down on the high offering. That's 11 strikeouts in the ball game for Schleybaugh. Two down, and it brings up the catcher, Luke Brown. Brown has a single in between two outs. So he is one for three in the ball game, and he was picked off first base when he got that single back in the third inning. Bears picked off two players here this afternoon. Two down, Schleybaugh peering in, gets the sign, and the two-out pitch to the plate. Called strike at the knees. Owen won the count. P.J. Suso's on deck. Schleybaugh. Ahead in the count, Owen won. And the pitch curveball. Swung on wide of third and foul. As Brown got a piece of it. And he's down in the count now. Owen two. 4-2, 4-2, Bears lead it. 
Schlebaugh peering in. Ahead in the count, no balls, two strikes to Luke Brown. Moves into the motion, and the pitch to the plate is upstairs. Brown held off, one and two the count now. One ball, two strikes the count. Schlebaugh peering in. Bears a strike away from breaking this four-game streak against the Chips. That pitch curve ball, called strike three, and that's the ball game. And Luke Brown really giving the home plate umpire an earful, and that'll do it. So Brown goes down looking. Twelve strikeouts in the complete game performance by Marcus Schlebaugh here this afternoon. And for the Bears, the chips in the inning. No runs on no hits, no errors. They leave no men left on base. And your final score here this afternoon, the Bears win it 4-2. to two. We'll wrap things up from Waynedale after this timeout. The Major League Baseball season has begun, and that can mean only one thing. What's that? Why, the return of the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show on UltimateSportsTalk.com, of course. I'm Dave Mitchell. Join Mark Donahue and I as we return for our sixth season to discuss the goings-on with the Cleveland Indians and Cincinnati Reds. Every Monday night at 9 p.m., Mark and I will discuss both teams and the stories surrounding the game. Join us this coming Monday night at 9 for the Ohio Baseball Weekly Show, only on UltimateSportsTalk.com. Yoder Builders in Orville is your full-service construction firm, specializing in new residential construction, remodeling, finished basements, and masonry work. Looking for a new sunroom or deck? Yoder Builders in Orville offers uncompromising customer satisfaction on every job, from the ground up to a new house and everything else. Yoder Builders in Orville, a member of the HBA and proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Yoder Builders, 330-684-1050. Well, a big win here this afternoon by the Bears as they win it. Marcus Schlebaugh, what a great pitching performance he had here today. He walked three pit, three batters and struck out 12 in the Bears' 4-2 victory here this afternoon over the Chips, breaking a four-game losing streak to these Chippewa Chips. The Bears' record now 8-4 and on the year. They are 5-2 and in the Wayne County Athletic League. That draws them within a half a game of the Chips here this afternoon as the Chips fall to 10-3 and overall, and they are 6-2 and in the Wayne County Athletic League. Schlebaugh going for his fourth victory of the year. He's now 4-0 and on the season. He did give up his first earned run here today. Nonetheless, he has won four straight ball games. From the line score here this afternoon for the Bears, four runs on three hits only. They committed no errors and left three on base. And for the Chips, they gave up two runs on seven hits and... So the doubt game now is tomorrow? The weather is supposed to be bad on Thursday. That's All right, Chris Lapish just telling us that the game has been moved to tomorrow. We'll give you more details on that. The Dalton game that was supposed to be Thursday will now be, and it'll still be a doubt. Chris, it'll still be a doubt. All right, 5 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, the game that was supposed to be scheduled on Thursday at Dalton has been moved up to tomorrow at Dalton, and we'll bring you that game tomorrow afternoon. So, again, the line score for the Bears, four runs, three hits, no errors. They left three on base. For the Chips, two runs on seven hits. They committed four errors here this afternoon, and they left four men on base. 
We'll give away our lunch pizza start of the game. No doubt who it's going to be today, right after this. Tired of the same old national pizza chains? Try Lem's Pizza on the square in Fredericksburg. Sponsor of tonight's Star of the Game. Locally owned and operated since 1996, Lem's Pizza offers the best in pizza, subs, wings, and now 24 flavors of ice cream. From the beginning, Lem's Pizza has strived to provide a high-quality product combined with great, friendly, hometown customer service. Delivering value every time with a hometown personal touch. Lem's Pizza is a proud supporter of Waynedale Athletics. Like us on Facebook. Order now by calling 695-7111. Well, the Bears win it. Boy, for Marcus Schlebaugh, what a pitching line here this afternoon. He wins his fourth game. He goes seven innings here this afternoon. He gave up seven hits, but he struck out 12 and walked three. Just an outstanding pitching performance by the Bears. The Bears jumped out on top of it right away in the first inning. Ryan Weaver with one out got hit by a pitch. Evan Reidenbaugh got an infield single. Then Shane Weaver drove home Ryan Weaver with a fielder's choice, and the Bears led it one to nothing. And it was that way until the second in, or the fourth inning, when the Bears, Evan Reidenbaugh reached on an error. He squared to bunt. Harold picked it up, threw it down the right field line, and Reidenbaugh ended up at second base. Shane Weaver then grounded to third. Aaron Spidell reached on an error, and that put runners at first and third. Marcus Schlebaugh grounded to third, and then Manny Camacho came up with a base hit to drive home runs, and the Bears led it 3 to nothing. The Chips then scored two runs in the sixth inning of play to draw to within one at 3-2, to two, but then in the bottom of the sixth inning, the Bears... Evan Reidenbaugh was hit in the head by a pitch. He took first base. Then Shane Weaver got a base hit to right field. That drove Reidenbaugh to third, and Shane Weaver took second on the throw. Aaron Spidell then struck out. Marcus Schlebaugh then hit a fly ball to center field, and that drove Evan Reidenbaugh home for the fourth run of the ball game, and that was your final score. The Bears winning it 4-2. to two. We'll be back with more after this. At Lem's Pizza in Fredericksburg, you get a pizza you won't get anywhere else. There's a reason we've been in business since 1996. We use the finest ingredients combined with friendly hometown service. We not only offer pizza, but great subs, wings, and 24 flavors of ice cream. Eat in or carry out. Lem's Pizza. Open for lunch every day at 1030 and Sundays at 2. And we're open until 9 on Sunday through Thursday, until 10 Friday and Saturday. It's not just pizza, it's Lem's Pizza on the square of Fredericksburg. Like us on Facebook, 695-7111. Well, like we said, the Bears pulling out this victory here this afternoon, and it is a big victory that the Bears needed, definitely, to draw within a half a game of first place in the Wayne County Athletic League. And that game that was supposed to be played on Thursday against Dalton, will now be played tomorrow because of the weather front that's coming in on Thursday. So the Dalton game will be played at Dalton tomorrow afternoon. We'll be on the air with the pregame show here on Ultimate Sports Talk beginning at 445, and that is a big one. That could draw the Bears into a first-place tie with these chips. Our Lens Pizza star of the game, definitely going to Marcus Schlebaugh here this afternoon. Schlebaugh, the complete game victory, his fourth of the year. And he just had an outstanding outing, 12 strikeouts and three walks in the ballgame, scattering seven hits in the contest. So, again, our next broadcast game will be tomorrow afternoon at 5 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 445 with the pregame show from Dalton tomorrow afternoon in what is now a very, very important game 
for the Bears. So join us then. Our thanks to Ben Himes and Drew Conyers over at Chippewa High School. Our thanks to them. Also to Chris Lafish and to the head coach of the Bears, Justin McDowell. Our thanks to Greg Mitchell for this afternoon's producing this afternoon's show. But most of all, our thanks to you for listening. I'm Dave Mitchell reminding you once again the final score from Waynedale High School. It was Waynedale 4 and Chippewa 2. Until tomorrow, have a good night, everybody. You've been listening to an Ultimate Sports Talk presentation of Waynedale Golden Bears Baseball. Today's game has been brought to you by the Shout Brothers Farms, Dutch Quality Stone in Mount Eaton, the Fire and Ice Pub, just west of Fredericksburg on County Road 192. Yoder Builders. The Apple Creek drive Through on Main Street in Apple Creek. Miller Custom Exteriors. Call 695-4905. Lem's Pizza. On the square in Fredericksburg. Call 695-7111. Murphy's Promotions. Call 464-1970. The Spidell Funeral Home. With two locations in Mount Eaton and in Brewster. The Harvest Market in Apple Creek. Casa de Sassi, now located in Apple Creek, and by Deb's Den on Main Street in Apple Creek. Waynedale Golden Bears baseball is a presentation of UltimateSportsTalk.com.